0: happy monday and welcome to the between the dream podcast i'm your host richard taylor jr reporting to you live from the workhorse hq as you know it's monday april 26th the day after my birthday thank you all so much for all the love the support and all of the great showings for my birthday over this past weekend i love and appreciate each and every one of you all before we get started today i want to say thank you to every newbie in the space listening in to this episode and the podcast as a whole, please subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on. And of course, for our returning members, our dream team that keeps this thing going every week could not do this without you. So I want to say thank you to you as well. Please continue to share. So I told you all, right, that we were getting ready to go into uh, a new space with the 31 Days of Power. And we are. But I'm going to kind of segue just a little bit. It's still going to be in the 31 Days of Power, but I'm not going to go directly into Chapter 8. And this is why. I was really inspired um, from a conversation that I had um, over the weekend and actually a little bit of last week. And some things stuck out to me. And I want to talk relationships and marriage um, with today's episode and maybe a few episodes this week. I'm not sure how it's going to go just yet. But I, I want to talk at least for today um, when it comes to some of the ways that we can help ourselves and our spouse in our marriages when it comes to uh, effective communication but then also to being able to avoid some of the detriments and downfalls that can come from ugly moments, i.e. arguments or, um, you know, confrontations that that turn into longer blowouts and and just bouts that are, are essentially unnecessary, if we can be honest, right? And so this was inspired by several conversations that I had. And um, I really wanted to just take some time because this is something that I feel heavily and strongly about y'all know me I love love and I love seeing people thrive in love I love seeing people thrive in their relationships and I definitely love seeing people thrive in their marriages, right? And so with that being the case I wanted to talk today and we're going to actually fast forward a little bit to day 22 Of the 31 days of power and in day 22, it talks about um, Supporting a partner with mental health issues, right? And so What I realized as I reread this chapter that I wrote was that um, hey this these aren't just tactics that work for supporting a, a partner or a spouse with mental health issues, but also just supporting your partner, your spouse in general, like just completely in general on a day to day basis. Right. And so I wanted to I think we probably will do several episodes, but I, I wanted to do a breakdown. And today what I wanted to do, I think before, you know, just to lay the groundwork right before we really dive deeper is today. I really wanted to talk about this concept of um what we do in a moment's time, right? What do we do in the heat of, of an argument, in the heat of a battle? And I said something in a conversation last week where I talked about um, the power of choice and how with the choices that we have, what we tend to see or maybe don't see in that moment where let's say we start off in a conversation and from that conversation, emotions are rising and, and, and things are getting heated or maybe emotions are rising from one side and the the other is is not rising and the person who is rising is like yo why are you not why are you not caring as much as i am like why aren't you seeing this how i'm seeing it or you know it could be a thing of both parties in that space together um when the emotions start to rise what we tend to have happen is that Um, options become limited or at least we we look at options as being limited and I want to I want to be really really cautious here to just encourage you all in the moments where your emotions are getting abnormal to not speak certain things or declare certain things over yourself right there's power in your tongue there's power in the words that you say and and we could easily just spew out how you know well i'm limited because i'm so mad right now and and granted yes it is a lot harder to fully think things through i get that right but i want to just encourage you all to err on the side of caution when it comes to those in the heat of the battle type of moments and and simply put just let you all know that these are great moments and opportunities where you can take the time even in the midst of your anger and your frustration and what you feel to practice self-awareness. Hear me, I know a lot of times when we're having these bouts back and forth with our spouse or in our relationships, what we tend to have happen is that we will immediately point the finger at the other person. We can say what the other person is doing wrong. We can come at them and feel like they're attacking us. We can do all of these different things But in this moment's time, one of the things that we've got to remember is that even though we're in this unified bond together, we are still individuals that have chosen to come together in this space. And why am I saying this? If you've listened to any of my other messages in the past, you might've heard me talk about this concept um, of how we take care of our daily mental health. And one of the things I always talk about is how Even though we cannot control the situations around us, one of the very things that we do have control over is ourselves, right? And I would take that as I talk about it from an individual standpoint on our day-to-day and I would actually replace the situation with our relationship or our marriage. Even though we can't control what is taking place in that moment, what our, our spouse is doing, what has been said, the one thing that we can choose to do is to still control ourselves. And why why am I emphasizing this so much? Because this one point of, of reference right here can be so powerful for you as you go through these different moments and struggles right you've got to remember that most of your stress comes from the way that you respond not the way that life is not the way that the things are and not even from what the other person is doing right the stress that you feel that anger that you feel yes it might be induced a little bit by what's going on from said partner in that moment but the response, right? The stress is gonna come from how we respond, right? And so the attitude adjustment can be so powerful for you. And I want you to consider this, right? Change how you see things in that moment. But hear me, the change comes from this moment of choice, this opportunity that you have to say, let me take a step back because I realize that my emotions are a little out of the norm of what they are normally I said that that's kind of like a oxymoron or is that double entendre? I don't know. Um, but <laughs> needless to say, um, th- I know I'm not in my normal state of mind right now with how my, my tone is changing, how my voice is rising, how how um, irritable I might be, right? And I want to encourage you all in those moments, right? This is actually a great space for you to be in when you can recognize and identify the fact that there is something different about what you're saying to that person in the heat of the moment this is actually a telltale sign of maturity but also self-awareness right and I know we don't always give it credence to to being that but I am going to do this because I think that if we can change our thought process with this this can actually help us in how we communicate in our relationships and in our marriages right but if we can take that moment and we know that we're not right You've given yourself an opportunity to pause, even if it's just for a second or two and pausing in that moment to be able to see like, wow, I'm not myself. And because I know I'm not myself, let me make an active choice to stop right here and not move forward with anything else. As far as words, actions or anything done, I notice that I am beside myself in how this conversation is going and I could potentially start saying or doing things that would lead to hurt and pain, not only for myself, but for the other person, let me pull back. And I want you all to start considering this in the heat of the moment and not think that... Let's backtrack real quick. The reason why I'm saying this in the heat of the moment is because a lot of times, if we can be completely honest, we make excuses for our other self. We make excuses for our alter ego in those times where we get heated right just just roll with me real quick, right. We can joke about how man look i I'm a nice person, right? Try Jesus, not me because I throw hands right. We talk about all of these different these different ideologies of how you know I, i'm a i'm a I'm a I'm a nice person, but don't let don't let Bruce Banner turn into the incredible hulk that's actually something that I say right, and so i'm saying this from experience, but In those moments where we give so much credit and power to our alter ego of anger and frustration and rage and just that path of destruction, what we're doing is actually discrediting the individual that we are in our normal times. Now it's not to say that, you know, you're gonna be perfect in the practice of this. But what I am saying is that many times we don't even practice it to begin with. We're not practicing um, those moments of, let me continue to keep this beast in its cage and keep it submissive and at bay because it does not deserve to be out, right? And I think this is one thing that we've gotta consider when we are in the heat of the moment. I feel like for a lot of us, and I could be wrong, maybe for some of us though, we actually welcome the idea of that other person coming out because it has been locked up for so long. And I just gotta make sure people still know who I am and that I'm about that life and I'm like that. Like, no, chill, it's okay. We know that you are, you have nothing to prove, right? And because you have nothing to prove, I think it's important that, in this moment, what you could prove if you wanted to prove something is that you can outlast the beast that is going to uh, allow you an opportunity to bring chaos into a moment that can turn into a greater situation within your relationship or within your marriage, right? And so I wanna encourage you all with this idea today to say, how can I make sure that I'm starving the beast that would usually lead me into a greater full-on onslaught attack on my partner, on my my spouse, and in these moments, um, essentially creating something even worse as time goes on. I want you all to consider this today, and I'm gonna pause here because I think that there is so much more depth that we could have with this conversation. And I think that it's important for us too, because a lot of times what we don't realize is that, it starts with us. Yes, the person can be pushing our buttons. The person can be doing things to agitate us. They can be doing things to, um, whether it's intentionally or not intentionally too, right? They can do things, but I wanna just pause here and encourage you to take a step back to remember that, and I'm not saying that the person that you're with is a fool, but we have foolish moments as people, right? One of the things I remember hearing, um, from some of my older relatives is you don't have to act a fool with the fool. And I want to leave that with you all today. But here's the thing. When you act a fool with a fool, it's really hard a lot of times to tell who's who when both are are at each other's throat. And so even though you can't control the situation and you can't even control what the other person can do, you can keep yourself controlled. Yes, they might be picking at you. Oh, I look, and we gonna we can dive deeper into this conversation, right? Some of y'all might be in spaces with people that carry narcissistic traits, right? But here's the reality: even for individuals, like we we give we give narcissism, you know, this huge badge of like power, right? Like, oh, man, it's tough being married to a narcissist. It's tough being in a relationship with a narcissist, and it's very true, right? But I am of the belief that the power of peace that comes from an individual who's not passive, hear me, I'm not saying you're passive, but you're peaceful and you are moving and functioning in in a sound mind, I believe that an individual who can function in a sound mind and practice peace has just as much power, if not more than the narcissist. Because here's what happens after a while. When the fool starts to realize that they aren't getting the response that they want. Like when we talk about narcissism, this is one of the big things that we have. Narcissists a lot of times have an expectation of how they're, they're thinking that we're going to respond, right? And I know I'm off subject from the original conversation now, but I, I really want to just put this out here real quick. And, and because of that, what happens when someone's game plan and strategy doesn't go as they expected it to? they get into fight or flight mode, right? But outside of them getting into fight or flight mode, what happens is, is that a lot of times when narcissists can't get their way, they start running out of options, right? And what happens, you're literally wearing them out because they're starting to see that there's nothing that I can do to get under your skin. Now, hear me, if you're with a narcissistic person, I'm encouraging you to practice this, but I'm also encouraging you, look, it is totally fine to go seek out help. Definitely, if the person carries narcissistic traits and they don't realize it um, and they're willing to, but then also, too, you know, we need to have another conversation when it comes to, like, I'm with the narcissistic person. And obviously, if it goes unchecked for too long, there could be some greater issues. And so that's another conversation that we can have, too, when it comes to possibly an exit strategy if the change isn't taking place within that person um, and and it, it leads to something that could be let's just keep it a buck more deadly, a lot more violent, a lot more um, consequential. And so I wanna encourage you with that as well, just to be mindful, right? But I think that if we can start with self-awareness, right? The next conversation that we will have, will will do with what we can do to make sure that we're serving our significant other or our, our spouse in these moments and in times of hardship, and even in the good times too, right? Um, But it starts with us making a conscious choice to say that even though my options are slim and I feel like I only have a few responses in these moments, I want to make sure that I'm not going back into my normal trauma responses from how I used to handle things And, you know, relationships in the past or maybe even growing up in your childhood or maybe even how you saw your parents handle it, how you saw those who were your guardians growing up handling their moments of, of, of trauma or frustration or anger with their spouse or their significant other. Right. You have all of the power and the capability to make a change within you. And it starts with you. Remember. Just because you all are in this together does not mean that now we stop doing the individual work that will help the together component work more effectively. That is my message for you all today. Let's be better together by first being better here internally that comes with checking our hearts, making sure that we are keeping up to date with our identity. Man, maybe that should be the the topic of this conversation. Keeping up to date with our identity, because when we can keep up to date with our identity, I know a lot of times it's very easy for us to hang things on the back burner. But if we can keep up to date with our identity, we will be able to, um, if for nothing else, have control over ourselves in these situations and in these moments and in these times. Listen, if this episode has helped you in any way, shape or form, please make sure you share it. Make sure you share it on whatever platform you have it on. Share it with friends, share it with somebody who might be going through right now in this uh, relational space, in this with their marriage, whatever the case might be, because we all need each other to learn from, to lean on, and I just want to be here as a resource to help in that regard. I love you all so much. I hope that you have a great, great start to this week. I'm looking forward to our midweek message on Wednesday, and as always, you are not losing in life. You are not failing. You are simply between the dream talk to you soon.